Welcome to episode 342 of Coffee Pods and Wads. Uh, today's episode is a bit different. It's a review of the year. We were live on YouTube uh, last week. Myself, Chase Ingram, Bill Grundler, Brian from Barbell Spin and John Young. And we talked about everything that happened in 2023. We gave out some arbitrary awards that don't actually mean anything, but it was a fun way of having a conversation about the year. If you go to lskd.co, you can avail of their Boxing Day sale. If you use CPWLSKD, I'm not actually sure if that code will work because there's already so much savings there, but you can try it. Um, you can go to Selfmade Training Program and get a free 14-day trial of the best training program that there is, to be honest. You can go to billforathletes.com and you can use CPW15 to get a discount on any kind of baggage that they have there. If you want to improve your online offering for your coaching, you can go to Fitter. So get.fitter.training and you can start, there's a free trial there as well, so you can get used to it and see if you like it and then you probably will and then you can implement it. You can go to froggrips.com and you can get some of the best knee sleeves, grips, uh, thumb tape, another hand and or knee paraphernalia. You can go to GoWad, download the app or go to GoWad.app and you can get a free trial there. Target your, well, find out what your weaknesses are first and then target them. Speaking of weaknesses, I'm sure after the, or during the festive period, you're suffering from pretty poor recovery. Um, if you want to go to join.whoop.com forward slash CPW, you get a discounted strap and a free month. Um, and the show gets a little kickback as well. And you can kick off 2024 with... I was going to say better recovery, but you actually have to listen to it to do that. So you be with recovery awareness. There you go. Um, and if you're in Ireland, on the island of Ireland, you can go to d8fitness.com and you can get some weights, barbells, general gym equipment, gym servicing, uh, tapes, protein supplements, all that kind of stuff. Uh, here's a review of 2023. Enjoy. Find his quote that he made. Two days ago. Hey, I had two hours. Literally two hours. Hey, guys. What are it, your risks to this, even though you're... You were crowdsourcing it, too. <laughs> well, I got nothing, so these are my original answers. Oh, heaven forbid we get an original answer from John Young. It's not what we're here for. Most people okay. would ask for different, but okay. Welcome. Look, do you like the fireworks? I like your sweater. Yeah, the sweater is pretty yeah. crazy. That's nice. A lot of activity going on there. Um, yeah. <clears throat> oh shit. Uh, I'm looking good. You are. You are. You've got an <laughs> incredible. <laughs> you've got an incredible rack in that. Uh, I know. Window. Um. So, we this. Uh, I'm in trouble next year. So, uh, two years ago, it was me, Chase, and Bill going through 2021. Yeah. And what happened and blah, blah, blah. And then last year, I was like, oh, it could be cool to add, like, Brian Spin into this and, you know, get an, an, an alternate uh, or different or extra perspective. And then today, I was like, you know who I haven't had on my show before? John Young. I'm going to bring John Young onto this show. <laughs> so then on on this trend, next year, there's going to be six, then seven, then eight. Like, I'm just... It's going to be a 12-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> that's my uh my wife just like we were like wrapping presents or whatever and my wife goes or sorry wrapping wrapping gifts and my wife goes um oh will you be long and i was like uh. <laughs> <laughs> are these Usually, are these like, typically long shows well i mean there's a shit ton of stuff to get through we haven't even started and we're already two minutes in um well it, depend, but, it depends on if bill goes to 
the prior year or not either. I, I, so. I kept it in this year this time. I, kept it in this <laughs> I forgot year. about that. My favorite moment of the year was from two was years. Was last year. <laughs> it was the prior year. It, that really stuck with them. <laughs> yeah, I remember that as well. I almost said that in the instructions or whatever. Um, before right, you so start, long, look at look how sorry. good John's looking right now. Yeah, what's crystal? Do I clear. look good? Yeah, crystal clear. You have the same microphone though, right? I have this. It's in the, it's in the package. I haven't opened up the package. Uh, Spin don't, has upgraded everybody. Uh, don't so. don't open up the package because I want the cutout angry. I want the like the right. the break. I want the is that his mic or the computer mic? I want that confusion <laughs> forever. Like I just never want that to end. You know, it's funny. I had no idea what anybody like. I just thought you know I got animated sometimes. I don't watch the the. I don't watch it back, right? And um, yeah. going through some of these podcasts, I was trying to hear back, like as far as uh, my research for this show. Uh, it's the first time I ever heard my mic cut out whenever I got loud. So now I know it's happening, <laughs> and I never knew that was happening until just like literally two hours ago. Oh, yeah, it's 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 amazing, and it was happening the other day when I was on, and we were arguing about Felder. It was happening. And I just was so confused. Like I was just like, "What's going on?" Because it was just like, "Good," it's <laughs> just like chop. I <laughs> um, I assumed that maybe Brian was muting you for being aggressive or something. Um, okay. So what I did, uh, we're going to look back on on the year that was, um, or that will have been was, and uh, we're going to. I've given out some categories and we're going to award our best of for the year basically and there's some like you know okay this maybe this actually matters and then there's other that's just like pure like what was funny <laughs> as opposed to like which event ran really well <laughs> now so the first one that we're going to do is a uh, best programmed event um i wonder oh would this be funny if i just like sprung this on you and just said actually <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show welcome <laughs> to the show bitches um, you've all been drawn in here i might have i might have done this it one wrong um, yeah i actually think just, i might have fucked it up by what um, you didn't call them tests there's that okay um so okay yeah. no, I, did, I did it right then i did it right no wait why why what way did you do it hands up who did event as in competition is it the whole competition or just that's what, one that's event? What I, that's what I intended it to be, but I'm now happy for you to... Boz, now you're giving Boz fodder to go back to tests, so fucking stop right now. Well, I just know that it annoys you. That's why I did it. I knew it would I just did what I thought was the best program I workout of 2023. Yeah. The, the rule book to find it is calling it still tests, so... Yeah. I'm just going to call them workouts. That's what they are. They're events. Okay. And well, how about... How about how about Chase, Bill, and John go first, and you because you all did events as in a workout, and me and Brian will go last because we did events as in a, what do you call it, like a competition. So Chase, you're up top. So do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start off. Uh, my my favorite event of the year that was programmed. I, I got it from the games. I picked this for a couple of reasons. One is that I love programmed events that on paper look very basic, borderline boring, and then when they unfold live, they're just a masterpiece. And Muscle Up Logs at the CrossFit Games was one of my favorite events programmed all year. Why? Because it was classic CrossFit in a sense of, I mean, we talked about .com for two hours with Michelle Tonner yesterday, but it was just classic get to point A to point B with some weights and some heights, throw the bags over, do some muscle ups. 
But on the on the second half of that is really why I'm leading into it is because I think this will be one of the last times in a for a while that we'll get to see events like this at the CrossFit Games. You can't do muscle up logs in the arena in Fort Worth, right? The the outside venue of the CrossFit Games is something that makes the CrossFit Games what it is as far as unique competition. And sorry, I, John, won't be the same thing. So uh, I'm going with muscle up logs. It was one of my favorite ones of the year. What like is it because is it is it that kind of future nostalgia thing that you don't think you'll see it for a while, or was there something about the actual workout that you were like, oh, this is perfect? The the workout itself is just great. Okay, right? just do. I mean, muscle ups is a, a classic gymnastic movement at the CrossFit Games that everybody can do for seven times five rounds. Moving weights from point A to point B can't get any more CrossFit, right? Move large logs long distances quickly pick that bag up, throw it over the logs and take it down the field. It's just, it was so simple and just, it was, I, I think it was one of the best events they've programmed in a long time. And it was just so basic. And maybe not for the reasons that we thought, but it changed the course of the male That's games. True. It, could have, it was the most impactful event of the yeah. Roman, so, Roman was not a fan of that event. Yeah. yeah probably the most, probably the most impactful event of any CrossFit games in history on the leaderboard it like drastically changed everything um all right bill what have you got you want to know what's messed up dude is i did not pick one. that same one okay but okay. i picked something that was very similar to that and in fact when i was i see that one from the games that one in the um the log muscle up uh from rogue Mm -hmm. those two when i when i look at the piece of those the the one that i liked the best was actually from wadapalooza and it was the rings and squats event ah, so it was 21 yeah. ring muscle ups 21 back squats 15 ring muscle ups 15 front squats nine ring muscle ups nine overhead squats like my my personal favorite events are gymnastic and weightlifting movements i just think that they're I just, I just think that they're super fun to do. And this particular one at wadapalooza it ended up being a lot of uh, ring muscle ups, but they they were smart about it. I think where they had 21, uh, 21, 15, 9 for the men, then it went 15, 12, 9 for the women on the uh, ring muscle ups. So I think that they brought those to the right uh, numbers for volume wise. And then the squat was the same weight all the way across, so it was 235 and 165 um, for all three of those lifts, which I thought was great. And it really, I like when you come to events where it comes down to the last couple reps. And then you are you you're rolling the dice. Do you hold on to that bar? Because if you drop it, you went wow, went from like second place to like eighth place. And we and saw was, multiple races in that event multiple. where that happened, where the yeah. person who got to the bar first did not did win. not win. And you really the athletes really had to know their machine and what their capacity was and when to go. It was really fun. I I, I really liked that event. Plus the stage was was awesome too. So yeah, uh, it was amazing. That was my favorite one. That's a good. Let's one. go. Um, just two comments. <laughs> Peter, the producer, is producing for Pedro. That's <laughs> entirely accurate. Um, and I am the real queen of hustle. Um, I'd never call myself that though, because that's a bit contrived. Um, John, what have you got? <clears throat> okay, mine is from quarterfinals. Um, my favorite pro, and yeah, yeah, y'all might disagree with me on this. Uh. But my favorite of, uh, was the first event from quarterfinals, 23.1. <laughs> that, okay, that was my backup. It goes, uh, was it really? Yeah. Okay, I just, 
It was the first time they had 25 foot handstand walks where you had to go 25 feet and it was in a very big volume. Like nine times 25 is a lot for a lot of people. And if people who thought they were good at handstand walking quickly found out that they weren't as good as they <laughs> thought that they were. And I like a lot of people, at least at my gym, I don't know how y'all's gym worked out. Like that was their workout. It was like 10 minutes of handstand walking because they do three real quick. And then all of a sudden they couldn't go 25 foot unbroken anymore. Um, but the front squats go down in weight. It's very pretty. 9, 15, 21 the whole way. And the gymnastics arguably got harder as you went on. And the front squats got lighter, even though the volume was more. And there was never a reason to stop. Like if you were doing this workout, if you were able to do all the movements, there's never a reason to stop. It's just uh, <laughs> how much do you want to push I'm the envelope? I'm up his actual face too. I know. How, I was like, I can't not bring it up. How much do you want to push your muscle fatigue envelope and do you want to go to failure? And there were like a lot of the games athletes borderline went to failure on the 21 21- uh, wall facing handstand pushups, and it was just kind of a game changer. The wall facing handstand pushups. I just liked everything about this workout. Um, it was fun to do too. Um, there were a lot of workouts like Rogue and uh, the games that I considered, but I just they just weren't as pretty as this one. <laughs> so it's like when you write it on paper, and it, it just felt like a full body workout. And I like workouts that are like lifting and gymnastics, like Bill said, but it's not really a cardio element is holding you up. It's muscle fatigue that's holding you up. Um, and those are my favorite types of workouts. So that's why I, I picked that one. Hmm. Um, the plates they use in that, they're weird, aren't they? They're weird plates to use in a... Why do they use them? Why do they not use like Rogue CrossFit Games ones? In the, like in like, the pictures? Yeah. Is that not weird? I'm glad that's I what just... you took away from my favorite yeah. workout. <laughs> uh, I appreciate Honestly, that. Uh, Honestly, I I want to say that I started thinking that as soon as you ta- started talking, but I literally just as I scrolled up, I was like, "They're weird. Like, why do they not use the 2022 <laughs> games things?" That's Seems a good weird. question. Uh, sorry, I like that, that point, but... again, a lot. Like the thing I just hated about that event was that it was programmed in quarterfinals. Right. Like, where, where did you want it to be programmed? If that was in semifinals, it would be one of the best semifinal regional events ever programmed. Man, well, I hope yeah. they reprogram it when I make semifinals because I'm not yeah. too bad at that workout. There you go. Yeah, you're right. I, that was a good pick. If semifinals are still around in 2029, I guess we'll find um, Right, Brian, what yes. did you uh, <laughs> what did you I'll pick? I'll be an old man event? by then. I'll be age group. What did you uh, pick so, as your uh, event? And you meant it the way I meant it as competition. Yeah, so I did it right. Um, I'm picking Crash <laughs> Crucible. Oh, we picked the same one. Um, Get freaking JR's dick out of y'all's mouth. Yeah, that's, how, that's, how, that's how I feel that, about that too. Y'all, y'all are, are you pick, support, but on the like, spot, Chase. What would you pick better from an entire competition program? An entire competition? Yeah. yeah. Which was the best program competition? Oh, off the top of my head, <sighs> which one do we give big marks this year too, Bill? Um, I was trying to think about that. I think I think I actually, think Waterpalooza. I really uh, liked a, a lot of workouts from Wadapalooza. But they got screwed because of the weather because they had to change a couple events. But if you right. take away that, like I thought their programming as it was, as it played out, was really, really good. I'm a big fan of Rogue, but it's biased. And the deadlift workout was trash. 
So well, yeah, but but all but all of the events have one where you're like, come on, that one that was a waste. Yeah. You know, I mean, True. they all they all have that. Um, so if you take that, if you throw that out, like I think I think I think Rogue, I mean, even even with some of the changes, there were was was pretty decent. I think we gave that one some pretty high marks actually. Wadapalooza, I think we did too. Uh, but it was just so early in the year. The only thing about Wadapalooza yeah. was this, like that strength gymnastic miss. Yeah. But mm -hmm. all the other ones were fairly good. I mean, sorry, Brian. Yeah. Keep going. No, I mean, yeah, uh, Brian's sitting here thinking, so yeah. nothing. So, uh, so nothing. And then, uh, yeah, you, you agree with me. Um, what, what I liked about it was that JR could take events from five plus years ago and put a unique twist on it and show that it still works, right? Like, um, you don't have to come up with anything fancy or anything that's groundbreakingly new, but you can take something, put a spin on it and come out with a great competition that I think everybody would say was a pretty good overall test with seven scored events. Yeah. He's a big right. fan of uh, seven or less uh, in a competition. He doesn't like I major am. competitions. <laughs> if it's well, over seven events, Brian doesn't like it. But the better the right. like the the more you can test within those without making them ridiculous within the, like lesser events, the better a programmer you are for a competition because it's like a finer cut. It's like a like a neater cut with a scalpel as opposed to like oh let's just fucking chop an arm off and then we'll worry about the rest tomorrow. It's yeah. like you know if you can if you can do a perfect test within seven events that someone else takes fifteen, it's just. I know it's different because you're it's, you're testing longevity and recovery and all that other stuff as well. But if you can do it in seven, it's pretty skilled. Um, I think uh, I picked it because and I'm like 100% aware of the fact that I'm biased. Um, but I was there and I watched the events in person and there was no no event that I couldn't figure out what was going on, couldn't figure out who was in the lead. Could, like It was all so clear to me what was happening. And I don't look at these, uh, I don't look at these with the same lens as say, you guys like especially say bill and chase i don't look at it as like all right what 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 like what minor muscle is going to fail in this and what's the you know i'm just like oh that was cool to watch i really like that or like oh i've i haven't seen that used in that way before that was cool um and there was a lot of that um for me when i was at crash that i was like oh, I never would have paired those things together. That's crazy. Or like, oh, I didn't. I wouldn't have used that piece of equipment. I wouldn't have thought to use that piece of equipment in that way, the way that he's used it. Um, and I guess like he's he's spoiled himself, but he is spoiled with the like kitty that he has <laughs> to pull from that he's like, all right, we're going to use these flip sets. All right, we're going to use this. Like, you know, it's just pretty cool, the setup that he has. Oh, he's invested um, in that too. So like, that's what I mean. Yeah, he's he's spoiled himself, but it's yeah. like, it's a great position that he's in. Um, <clears throat> I thought Waterpalooza was cool as well, but I just thought um, even like the teams uh, pushing the flip sled at Crash, I was like, that's cool because like you're going to have them out anyway for the individual and it's a cool way to use them for both without just doing the same thing, like rehashing the same workouts. I just thought that was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, That's a good example. I, I think I forgot about that. That's another cap for Wadapalooza, what you said with the teams. I know you used it for Crash, but for Wadapalooza to program for the teams that are the same people who did individual, that was the first time that was done like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
and, and I feel like they pulled out. it off pretty well. No, I know they're run yeah. through the uh, train, but I feel like they pulled it off pretty well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. I even just from a comedic standpoint, the like, what was it? The pistol squats and the shuttle runs or whatever, and that was that first team <laughs> that run. That was, just from, that was just yeah. funny. Shot, shot in the legs. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not now. Um, <laughs> oh no, I love that one, man. I mean, that's a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, so Chase, you start that one. So Bill or Brian, you can start the next one. Um, so we go best female next. So well, all, of, of twenty twenty three, who is the best female? We just want to say it together. I think we'll all just have the same one for this. If you don't say Laura Horvath, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know how you could I pick anybody her. else in there. She she won the game. She won Rogue. Um, she won Waterpalooza's team competition. So probably would have won the individual if she did it yeah i mean tia yeah, won the game the of life and then almost won rogue <laughs> game of life just 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 the game of procreation yeah <laughs> um are we all in agreement on laura yeah yeah i don't want to make it boring but i'll give you another one since i figured that direction i mean i don't want to waste a question how about that Okay. Like picking the MVP, right? If we pick the MVP in the basketball in the '90s, you should have picked Michael Jordan every every time. So, who is your Charles Barkley? Uh, I'm going to say Ariel Lowen. Okay. So, if you want to do another category for exceeded expectations, let me explain why. Is I looked at okay, yes, best female. Okay, are we going to just pick the winner of the games or how they finish? Like, no, but I wanted to pick Ariel because. I I think she represents a great part of what old school CrossFit sport really turned people on to in that she is that everyday athlete in a sense of, I don't know if you guys knew this, but she actually trains out of her garage. Um, she does? Breaking news. Oh, wow. Wow. But okay. The thing I love about Ariel is that she's pretty old school as far as competing with the new school group, right? She started in like 2013, 2014 try to make the games for almost six or seven years and then retired in 2018 to start a family and then comes out in 2021 just on a whim and makes the games gets 14th come back come and then goes gets again right can't make it for six or seven years retires come back gets 14th 11th, and gets third and just doing it in old school classic way doing it in the affiliate her you know like one coach in her garage. So I really love that. And yes, exceeding expectations in a sense of riding her off. It's like, yeah, she might do well, but what she's done this year and the way she's done it, I think is very old school is why we endeared ourselves so much to the old games athletes, because they were the coaches in the gym. They were the athletes in the gym doing the workouts with the community. They're on staff, they're affiliate owners. And I feel like Ariel embodies a bit of that, that I like seeing rear its head again in 2023. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, uh, you want to do yeah, that for the, clearly the best one. <laughs> like, you, you want to do that for the men too, uh, like best male, and then who exceeded expectations the most? Because I tried to look at it from that lens, but it clearly says best one. So, or who had the best year? And it's well, hard. Who, who, just, who else would you pick on the women's side, John? Well, I mean, I like what Chase, Chase said was great. Like, like, I mean, I think Ariel exceeded expectations more than anybody did. Um, nobody picked her to finish like that, and she did. Um, I would say Alex Gazan had like the best year as far as where it started to where it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I st- still Ariel over her, but just somebody who like had a lot of got a lot of momentum in this year and who is going to be here to stay, I think. Um, Daniel Brandon went down. She got nine. Yeah, this is just, this is just like, oh, I really like Daniel Brandon. She's the best. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but no. factually, like factually. No. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Um, that's the only other person I would think as far as exceeds or like had a great year. I'm thinking of who had an awesome year, right? Yeah. Dude, uh, Emma Lawson. Well, that was expected see, of her. See, but like I look at Emma so on the at the same. So I, I obviously had Laura to start with, obviously. And I, but I was thinking the whole time I was thinking Emma, because to me, just as much as Chase was saying that Lowen is the that stamp of the old school. I mean, she's riding with that. I, it, since, since Emma started, I really think that she is going to be the future of the mm-hmm. women's side on CrossFit. I mean, she, the way, the way she is able to compete with the tenacity that she competes with, with, with the composure that she competes with, the way she talks, the way she carries herself, the way she executes everything that she's doing at the age that she is, Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and, and I know that a lot of, I, uh, I know uh, uh, Taylor gets all pissed off when we talk about, well, she's young, so she's automatically going to be good. I, I don't think it's just the fact that she's young. She is young, but she's got all these other things. And yeah. I don't see her like jumping around, patting herself on the back or like, I'm here and to she play. She ain't about to like, mentally break down anytime soon either. I don't no see offense. that. So I, I, I see her as like, this year to me solidified that she's she's the future like it that 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 model she's got that i would 100 percent agree with you about that i mean i you're talking about the 2025 crossfit games champion emma lawson <laughs> um, that's right that's right and i but I, i'm thinking of the start of 2023 to the end of 2023 who had the best year considering what we expected of them. Right. I thought Emma Lawson was the second fittest woman in the world the whole entire year. I never mm-hmm. didn't think that. And I know a lot of people were in the same boat. We're not counting Tia, right? Um, I didn't think that of Ariel. And I didn't think that of Alex Gazan, where they ended up or what the momentum they had coming. I do think that of Alex now. I think Ariel will be less next year. So I, I agree with Chase's. Yeah. I think she had the best year considering what we thought she would be. Obviously, Laura is just the best one. Period. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think Emma Lawson's going to be. Tia's going to win this year, and Emma Lawson's going to be 2025 Games champion. I, I, I promise you. I would bet a hundred dollars on that right now. If Bill, I, could I get odds add, anywhere, I wanted to add one thing to Emma Lawson that I think is a huge asset, sort of to John's joke, is that she also unplugs and disconnects. Mm-hmm. Right? Going to concerts, and, and, going to prom. Exactly. Yep. And she can do that because she is not poured herself into an environment that she can't connect with. Right? And, and you can think about that as far as training camp stuff that you've seen with Haley and then you saw with Mal, is that Emma Lawson, who's 17 years old, like you said, is going to prom, you know, as a boyfriend, like she disconnected. She's a kid and she's she allows herself to be a kid. And I think that is the biggest thing that you can point at trajectory and success is that ability to take a step back, step out of the CrossFit Games bubble and just be human and then get back into it. You know who we haven't, who I haven't seen anyone talk to about that, that point, 
allowing her to be a kid. Like, I haven't seen anyone talk to her parents. I mean, like, usually it's like, hey, mom, dad. I, I mean, I remember seeing Haley talking to her parents out in the lobby when we were in Florida at the regional saying, no, I need to go to Mayhem. I want to go to Mayhem. I'm going to go there and I'm going to train. Because I remember talking to Tanya thinking like, dude, that's hardcore. That's a young girl who's picking her up her whole life to go to a training camp like that. Like what? Like it just seemed, it seemed really odd to me. And we don't hear anybody like we, we listen to Emma, but like the parents will be able to see not to be like, Oh, our kid's great. But like, do they control that? Do they say, Hey, mm -hmm. you know, are they the ones that are helping with that? Or is that all Emma? It'd be interesting to know. But even you never really hear, you never really hear from her. Like you intermittently, you, you like it's always like strictly on her terms that you hear from her. Right. Like you hear from her in like, uh, and like she basically has that training day media guy is basically like her personal media person who does all of her content. So she obviously trusts him, but like you never see anyone else going there and doing stuff with her. You rarely see her pop up on a podcast, even more rare if it's alone. Like yeah. she obviously just has this very clever way of managing it's on her terms um, who's, her, which who's is, her agent snarry isn't it snarry i think wow yeah. okay but like her coach is very similar her boyfriend like jack is very similar like just quiet head down like i was talking to him at in birmingham and it was like like he was really nice like really friendly when i was talking to him but i felt like I didn't know how comfortable he was with me standing there talking to him with a camera in my hand. And like, <laughs> you know, not like he didn't make me feel uncomfortable, but I was just like, I'm not sure how much this guy likes this. Like, and, and then I never went near her for the same reason, because anytime I looked at her, I was like, I really don't think that she'd like me going up to her. Like, and maybe she would have, I don't know. But like, I just, I don't know. They just seem to have, it's on their terms and it's a clever way to do it because you can't be dragged through the shit if you're like, if it's on your terms that you do it. And if you decide who you talk to and when you talk to them and why you talk right. to them. Um, and again, it protects that thing that John's talking about. And you know, the chase mentioned as well, the kind of mental aspect of things. Um, but I didn't think the best female conversation would last that long. We're <laughs> fucked for the rest of it. Um, okay. Uh, best male. Who have we got for that? Is it John? I mean, we we all up? do the same thing. Like it's, it's Jeff Adler. And it should it shouldn't be anybody else. It's fine. I'm in the same boat, actually. I have Jeff Adler and no extra no. bonus, but it's it falls in line with why I liked Ariel Lowen is because I feel like Ariel Lowen has done it in a way that I, I can connect and respect with. And I think Jeffrey Adler has been one of the most consistent building athletes over the last three to five years. And he's been doing it the way you would want a young athlete to improve in the sport. And it's just steady incremental changes slowly building your places on the leaderboard staying quiet about it staying with one coach the entire time i mean bill and i got to talk to him after the 2020 games and he is not the same human being that he was dude not even day. close not even close and the way he's done it i think has been absolutely fantastic and jeff adler just hands down is is like proven himself to be the best one in the game at the moment and he's the only guy he's the only guy that i've seen other than matt go from being the lifter to one of the best engines in CrossFit. Well, at least one of the best runners in CrossFit. Like Matt was the only one to do that. I'm not counting Rich at team. Rich was trash at running, and then he got good when he was on team. I'm not counting <laughs> that. Uh, but Matt was the only got strong guy who he's the lifter, and then he had the best engine in CrossFit. 
it, it like happened in like one year. It was from 2015, 2016. It was insane. Jeff has done the same thing, but a, a, over a little bit longer of a stretch. And I can y'all think off the top of your head, like a strong guy that has done that. It's like it'd be like if Haley Adams all of a sudden could squat. I want to say Khalifa got close, yeah. right? But that was that's running. what got him on the map. I considered the engine running. Khalifa was always a good rower. He was never he would never lose a rowing event. True, right? And but it's a different era. In, uh, yeah. Not just in the running department, rowing department, but like that showed its head in the burden run. Especially mm -hmm. because it wasn't just running, but in the entire event itself was not necessarily in his favor. And then the running proved itself in 20 or the rowing in 2014. But, but like the marathon row, I mean, that 13 14, what Kalipa did, I think is the closest to what you're talking about. Not to say the biggest leap, but funny well, enough, well, I don't think, I don't think anybody expected Kalipa that, that's to the, ever that's be the good. Point. Yeah. You don't have he someone that years. runs like a bear. That is right. all of a sudden becomes like a like an endurance guy, and I think that he, not that he uh, approached the level that Jeff did, but it was so shockingly different. It was like, dude, you're not supposed to be moving this quickly. I mean, he lost two like that. nine games because of the run, right? And that was it. Yeah, right. Crazy. Did every did everybody pick Adler? I did. I struggled with it more than these guys. I think. Um, he won the open up. the games and was second at rogue and almost I, won rogue because Pat almost let it go again. <laughs> I, 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 well, I picked Valner because everything, every competition he entered this year, he podiumed and he won three of them. He po That's he good. came. You're on he crack. Came, he came third in Wadapalooza. He won the. Hey team guys, I'm the best at not winning, but I'm he always came, great at showing up. <laughs> he came. He came first in his semifinal. He he podiumed at the games. He won rogue. He podiumed at Fitfest. <laughs> Every competition he entered, he was on the podium. You're right. He's a really, really fit guy. One of the best in the world. And he's, he's my, not the, he's he's not the my, best male. He is my best male of 2023. My best male, John. Mine. <laughs> Mine. I just don't want you to be wrong. and it's, It hurts me that you are. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do exceeds expectations now. Do you want to do that one? Sure. Valor. I'm asking the. I'm asking the. The host. Val Valor exceeded expectations. No, I think um, <laughs> exceeded exceeded expectations. Um, I actually think uh, the first name that pops into my head for that is Jack Farlow, because I think as a like either him or Yala Hosta, both of those guys go into the games as rookies and like performing the way that they did i think like yeah Hosta probably edges it just because i don't know that's a good just one quite, it's it's quite impressive what he did but i just thought jack farrell because he's so young and because it's like i don't know i guess i kind of feel bad for him as well because at fit fest he was like nobody cared about me before i lifted that bar <laughs> like i felt like he actually <laughs> meant it so i kind of just want to mention him in a positive way um but yeah it I hurts I think that he's with emma i feel yeah, you're not going to get as much of this spot. Well, he might get more spotlight with her as well. Um, but I think uh, I think Yellow is just for a guy who, on paper, if it was this year, if like next semifinals was last year, wouldn't have made it to semifinals. For him to make it to the games, do as well as he did, qualify for Rogue, I just think that's very impressive. That's a good pick because that's a great pick. 
exceeded expectations. I always put rookie men rarely do well yeah. at the CrossFit yeah. Games in their first year, barring extreme examples of great phenomenons. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's the best to ever do it. Yep. I didn't see that from Yellow Hosta. But at the same time, is that coming out of semifinals, everybody was thinking he actually would do well at the games because they called him what the European Fikowski, yeah, just yeah. as far as body type and ability. I want to I want to say I was the first person to say that, and then Tommy Marquez freaking ripped me off, and then <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was so well, mad that he said that. And so, like exceeding expectations, I think is easier to do than meeting them. And I think Yellow Hosta also did that because there was a lot of expectations put on him after his semifinal performance that I felt were over the top and borderline unfair. And then he met those getting top 10 as a rookie. So I'll do two, right? He exceeded them, but then at the same time, he came in and met those hmm. and then exceeded them again once he got to the games. This, this is another great shot actually as well, Jay Crouch. So I'm thinking of a different uh, guy from Oceana. You with me? You with me, Smith? You trying to say it first? No, I, I have somebody different. I don't think anybody's going to guess this. Okay, one. Uh, Jason Smith. I think Bailey Martin. I know he's uh, New Zealander. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you want to say the same thing about Yellow Hosta? I had no idea who Bailey Martin was. I thought he was just good for Oceana, and then I didn't care about him. And then for him, <laughs> for him to go, for him, girl. what? So you're probably that I was one of the women that qualified. I uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's Haley the new, the new face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for him, did he win the handstand walk? Mm. I think he did. He won. He won an event. I don't no, know. that was cool. I think was is it yeah. him or Cole Grace Saber? One of them won the handstand. Oh, walk. it might have been Grace. He, he won an event. I don't. I can't remember which one it was, but he did win an event. I think. If you're confident about that, it would have had to be the handstand walk. But uh, thirteenth total, I think thirteenth or twelfth, something like yeah. that. And, and I think I just the thing about him is that he was mentally fucked for like up until the games this year for years of like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm not good enough. Like that was his whole inner talk for like five years since whatever he was there as a teenager was you're a piece of shit. You're no good at this. You don't deserve to be here. So then for him, like for him to do all the things that you're saying he did, it adds an extra bit of like, that's cool. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's the opposite of yellow. Because mm. I think we, I think like Chase said, there was unexpected, unfair expectations put upon Yella, and he met mm. them. Nobody expected anything from Bailey, and he yeah. exceeded everything. Um, I think Dallin is should be on the short list too. I know everybody thinks Dallin's great, but he continues to get better and better. Yeah, and uh, he got hyped up pretty good last year. I know, but he's backing it up. Spin Go ahead, yeah. uh, so this is personally the, the exceeded expectations, but I'll say Fikowski. I didn't even predict him <laughs> to make it to the games. and uh, he, he predicted Fikowski to not make the games. And then uh, he qualifies and takes four. So that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's, that's, hum that's very humble of you. It takes a big front. It takes a big front tail to admit that you're wrong like that. He didn't just qualify. He got second in his semifinal. <laughs> just, just scrape, he just scraped in there at the end you barely made it yeah um who else deserves a mention there chandler smith probably deserves a mention like he's a perennial under I like your double vellner pick actually yeah because you legitimately put exceeded expectations <laughs> like second and win i'm like oh man i thought you were dead <laughs> and he comes out and keeps crushing Okay, so best uh, best answer for that goes to me for picking Valor twice. Okay, cool. You happy with that, John? Yeah, cool. Um, best team 
are we all in agreement that Invictus were the best team? <sighs> yes. Did they win? Well, the thing about it is, it's like, I think the fact that they've, it sounds like they fucked it up so badly before they got there and mm. they still won. So I think that adds to it. That like they were at each other's throats, it sounds like, three or four weeks before the games. You'd be surprised how much that can galvanize a group of people when they get yeah. funneled into the CrossFit Games. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, though. Nobody gives a fuck about teams, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, okay, best age, best age group. So this could be Masters or uh, Teenager. Oh, I'll, go for, I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first I have a guy and a girl on this. Is that okay? Oh, you actually, you, look, you had a facial expression of can we move on to the next thing? You can go first then, John. <laughs> you, do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Um, uh, Lucy McGonagall is my pick. Ooh. Um, so like, like crashes programming. It's just like, you know. Well, she oh, won. No, so she won, she won her age group. But then I actually think more impressive than that, she went to semifinals in Europe, pretty stacked field. She didn't look out of place at all. Um, she went to, and this is this probably solidified it for me in Birmingham. She was 16, she's 17 now, I think. She was her birthday like three days ago. Happy birthday. Um, but she was 16 and did not look for one second out of place beside Ariel, beside Danielle, beside like Emma, any of them. Looked like you wouldn't pick her out. Like, if you said to people, like, Hey, who's the youngest there? you wouldn't like immediately go to her. Um, she's like so level-headed of like because it must be intimidating as fuck doing that kind of stuff and going to semi-finals moving from age group into the elite and going to semi-finals and then going to fit fest and feeling like you can't help but feel out of place when you're there i'm guessing when there's a line of people to take photos with danielle and then you're just able to walk through the crowd <laughs> do you know what i mean it mu you must feel out of place um but she handles it all so well and her parents are always there with her and they're always like helping her out of stuff um i think It'd be interesting to see what happens now this year. Um, so she's with Proven now because her coach moved from comp train to Proven. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if, because she's still in school, if she can get over there, if she can, you know, train a bit over there, get a bit of like eyes on, hands on kind of training. That would be cool. Um, but I do know that the semifinals timing is not ideal for exam season in Northern Ireland. So that yeah. could be tricky but she got a deferral last year on one of her exams but i think these exams are more important but yeah i just think she's like crazy mentally like she is crazy well put together and then physically she's just stupid strong and like capable um so yeah she's my pick yep i had the same um probably for a lot of the same reasons she also set nine british weightlifting yeah. records Damn. a month ago so um, the British is not the biggest athlete, but she's very strong for for her age group or her weight group. Yeah, weightlifting. Um, who have you got, John? I have I have a guy and a girl. I didn't know if we were going to talk about both of them or not. Um, yeah. So my guy is Kevin Keister. Uh, he just made. If you want to see something pretty, ba. He just he just had an Instagram post. The, uh, garden, the garden gnome. Yeah, the garden gnome. Yeah, uh, uh, things things us fifty seven year olds aren't supposed to do, and then like within one minute, he like 
does a backflip, does sprints, does eight ring muscle ups, cleans 245 benches, something, and just does all these crazy handstands, just everything like you wouldn't, a legless rope climb, all the stuff people are afraid to let old people do. No offense, Bill. I know you can do most of those things, but, uh, can you shoot just, arrow? and, and he, uh, he won the masters, no, like he won me. the masters by like 200 points. It was something around there, like a ridiculous amount, blew everybody out of the water in his age group. And then, uh, so I have him as far as best age group. And then, uh, Susan Clark is who I have for the women. God and, damn it. and that's almost, almost just, uh, Hey, y'all don't know about this woman. And she's like the most dominant person in all of CrossFit, at least it's age group. That's so you take it with a grain of salt, but she's 64. And she just won the 60 to 64 year old age group. And that's really hard to win your age group when you're the last one. You got all these young bucks, 60 year olds walking <laughs> into your division. It's hard to beat everybody. And she's got, she's got six first place. She took a year off in 2022. Uh, anytime she's ever been to the games, she's won first place. And that's the ranges from the 55 all the way up to the 64 year old age group. So that's my pick for the women. Sorry, Chase. Go ahead. You're good. You're good. She's fine as well. Yeah. And, and for the, the same, same reason, like, yeah. she's she's late in the age division. She won. It's funny. It's like she has six first place finishes at the CrossFit Games. She also had six first place finishes at the Games this year, with the only two being a second and third. She got 770 to 800 available points. <laughs> and in the open since what? 2014, she's gotten first, second, first, third, first, fourth, second. And that's worldwide in her division. Like that shit doesn't happen. Yeah, she's she's just as dominant as Tia Toomey. It's just at sixty. Different age group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is there the, who's the Australian woman that uh, has made it every single year to the CrossFit Games since the beginning? Isn't is she Australian? Oh my goodness, Becca oh. Boyd. <laughs> Becca Boyd. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah, but that was mine. Close. Good pick, John. Bill? That was a good pick. Um, I gotta go with Jason Grubbs. Um, one, he's got a great story, and I, I love like he he's pretty big on Instagram with it, um, showing what he used to look like before he got into CrossFit, and then he gets into CrossFit, loses a shit ton of weight, tones up, and now he's won his fourth CrossFit Games championship at the 45 to 49 division. Uh, I think he's podiumed five times. Yeah. I think there's a third before that. So um great story um extreme for it's really funny because i remember being a master's athlete myself um i remember different athletes that are out there and and some of their personalities um like sean the ram and those guys that would win so many times and they'd be talking about their legacies and how they're going to be this and they're that because they've won the CrossFit game so many times, whatever. And I never hear that from Jason. Jason is like happy to be up that day and happy to be working out and happy to be competing and always super smiley and super friendly to like all the other competitors that are out there. He's a ferocious competitor or ferocious competitor. And when he's out there, he's really attacking. But after that, it's high fives and smiles and he's, he just has a great attitude and he's, and he just, he gets out there and just gets after it. Like I don't, it isn't like he is dominating people by hundreds of points. So he's always having to compete. He doesn't have the cushion that like 
you know, Susan Clark has when she's when she's competing, where it's like, yeah, I'm 500 points above everybody else, and so I could get a second in this event and it'd be just fine. He there'll be times where he's third, then he's first, and he's down in second, then he 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 bounces around, so he's constantly having to fight, and he still has that fight, and I love seeing that. So Jason's my pick. Is it funny as well? Sorry, go on, John. He gives me uh, big time Noah Olson vibes. Kinda, like, yeah. Uh, Always smiley. 20, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah. year older Noah Olson. That's what. Yeah. That's what I get from him. Um, it's funny as well. He there's there's a few in the different divisions and different like competitions now. Um, there's a few that you look like when you look at a leaderboard, you automatically look to second place because of people like say Casey Acree. Jason Grubbs, like, do you know, there's people that you're just like, all right, who's second and how far behind are they? Like, is right. it possible or is it just done? And like, there, you know, there are some of those dominant people that it's just like, it's just crazy impressive. Like, it's nuts. Like, same in the adaptive, like Casey agreed that's the consistency, consistent domination that he has is fucking insane. That he's just like unbeatable. So every year just totally dominates any competition he enters it's just crazy um it's crazy all right uh best coach um i kind of feel like we all have the same wrong yeah yeah he picked lucy as well yeah oh that's right sorry young <laughs> jay answered it already in the comments i think yeah um he he has a different reason than the reason i picked <laughs> Um, <laughs> so John's, John's, it's bad, John's it's brother. It's bad because I'm also with brute. Like I'm a brute athlete. Yes. So it's, it's, <laughs> this does not. Mate, sound who's great. your your coach? Is L right? Yes. Yes. And what's he like in bed? Good or <laughs> amazing? He's so good. He's very um, gentle. So yeah, Matt, um, brute and Matt is that's my pick. Um, because I just saw five five athletes Three going the to the, going to the game. Like it's crazy. Like crazy impressive. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do this year. This like there's, I don't think any other, maybe HWPO, but I don't think any other camp has had as much upheaval in an off season where it's like, what do they come out the other side as? Mm. Bill, for fuck's sake, man, have some professional integrity. <laughs> um, I, I don't, uh, I, I don't know how many. Uh, I'd just be very interested to see in whatever June, what does it look like after semifinals? I think that would be interesting. But I mean crazy impressive he's obviously just a really good he's obviously a really good coach himself and he's really good at surrounding himself with other good coaches um as i'm sure john will testify to is there anybody else that uh yeah like dom as well like also had a big part to play um are you not interviewing easy Muhammad now like if you've got your own job to do um <laughs> anybody else uh disagree with that agree with that want to add to that or tell me i'm stupid or uh, I had Torres as well. Yeah, I do not have Torres. I don't have. Oh, who do you guys have? Well, you know, athletes need to stick around if you're gonna vote them as number. It's one. not the best coach of all time. It's the best coach of that year. I'm gonna go with. It's the best. The Ooh, that's a great pick. Jeff Adler is. I'm gonna go with Caroline Lambright. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> she has built that dude from fucking meathead strong into what he is today. You what think, is the what is the age difference there between them? I don't know. She's uh, eight years older than Adler. Wow, that was very specific. John, are you stronger wow. than Jeffrey Adler? <clears throat> I could squat more. 
Okay, so the coach I'm not stronger. Olympic lifting, I'm not stronger. So the coach that comes in and takes you and makes you win the CrossFit Games five years from now isn't the best fucking coach in the entire CrossFit space right now? I'd like to think I had something to do with that, Chase, if that happens. And like, if, you, if, that's, if that's your reasoning, then Shane Orr is the best coach. For who? For Tia. She, Tia did not compete. Of 2023. Jesus. I mean, I think she could have competed and still Like, I'm not hard. saying that's the wrong pick, but you can't sit here and tell me my pick is terrible. <laughs> the reason that I'm giving. You coach one person. person. I don't know. I don't. I don't. You're, you're right. Your points, your points are valid. And they won the games. Your point is valid, but right. they didn't take it didn't take me right now and then won the CrossFit Games in yes, one year. Exactly. It's Look like six years did. of development. Yes, and you know what she didn't do is get some of the best athletes to join her camp for two years and then make them qualify for the CrossFit Games. How about that one? No, she. You're right. I All think right. she would if she could. I don't think people yeah. are going to Quebec, Canada to train. Well, it doesn't matter. You didn't recruit. You didn't, you <laughs> I think she would if she could. I'm telling you, she can't. Was gifted games athletes, and then they went back to the fucking games. Why is that the better coach than Caroline Lambrey, who took John Young five years ago? He did. And made him across <laughs> <the country. laughs> All right. So don't come here and shit on my coach. If that's the weird. case. If that's the case, then I I need to move to Quebec because I don't think I think Jeffrey Adler's working with a little bit better bill of goods than I am. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> And I'm saying is like, don't shit on my pick. I didn't shit on yours. <laughs> you can't. And if you, you want to, well, you did. You, you did, you did afterwards. You did shit well, yeah. afterwards. It gloves are off now, John. <laughs> hey, we gotta wait till like January to have this chase. Oh wait, you, you lost. No, I'm not even gonna go against you. Cross the games with me. That, that's not indicative of like coaching style. If you game. want a career coaching, like five year best coach, I think the Carolyn Lambray is a better pick than just 2023. She took third fittest guy in the world to first fittest guy in the world. Fifth. Whatever. That's oh, the yeah. whatever. Where did Daniel <laughs> Brady go from last John year? Fifth fifth to first. Can, you, can you imagine your reaction, John, if you were in an argument with someone and they said that? Can you imagine? Your mic would shatter. <laughs> I am all the time. I debate freaking Tyler and Taylor half the time. They have no points for anything. <laughs> yeah, actually, Chase, it's actually whoever programs. So Michelle Latondra is currently. Michelle, Michelle Latondra, because that's all they do yeah. is main site. She's she's currently Adler's coach. It was Thank Dale you, King. little bro. Yeah, Dale, Dale <laughs> King, coach, coach of the year. Program, um, program. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got money from. Do you wonder if like airline goes, hey, we're skipping these next two weeks? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I. That's a valid. It's a valid point, Chase. Thanks, Corey, for Thank becoming you. a member. I, I think getting five athletes to the stuff. games though is more impressive, arguably more impressive than taking a guy who's one of the fittest guys in the world, legitimately top five fittest guys in the world, and then you get get him to the fittest. You get to invest more into him because it's one-on-one -on -one every day, right? Sounds like a coach. <laughs> right. I'm just saying I think it's more impressive getting five different people to the games than that one guy. That have already been in the games. Okay. <clears throat> Fair. Um, I just, I, I, this isn't relevant to what we're talking about now, but ESC sounds – um, said Emma's gotten this is Emma Lawson's gotten incredibly wise head and shoulders. Now, the reason I'm bringing that up, um, so this is going to kill two birds at one stone because somebody, where the fuck is it? Somebody asked me to stand up 
and this is setting a dangerous precedent if someone says hey do this and i just do it but I, actually, <laughs> I, I actually have to stand up to go and get the speaker so someone said that they liked my jumper and they wanted to see um your jumper sweatshirt, sweatshirt. uh oh. john young is talking a load of blarney no that's not a phrase blarney barney is so blarney is a place in Blarney is a place in Cork, and there's this is going to sound so fucking ridiculous, but there's a <laughs> there's a stone in a castle, right? Oh, the Blarney and, stone. The Blarney yeah, stone. Yeah, if you you like lie on your back and slide out like basically a window of the castle, and you kiss this fucking manky stone that's been outside and kissed by a billion people, and then it gives you the gift of the gab. So that sentence, I appreciate the ten dollars, but that sentence is gibberish. <laughs> A load of rubbish. Yeah, better. A load of rubbish. Hey, just, take, just take the ten dollars and run. He's, he's talking. He's talking bollocks. Is probably better. Um, Bill, did you pick your coach? Yeah, uh, I'll get this. I'm Lambre. <laughs> no, I no, I I didn't. I guess I was kind of looking more at. Uh, I I do see coaches as kind of like a long game rather than a one year deal, uh, but I think like when I'm looking at the connection that these coaches are making, cause we see people just jump and ship all the time. And maybe it's because I've had a lot more conversation with this particular coach, but I like seeing coaches that really are madly invested in their athletes. And so I really like Justin Kotler. I I've, I've liked him as a coach, um, whether, you know, he has a couple athletes that fall out, whether he gets all the big names to the games or not. I think that, what he's able to do with his athletes, especially if he gets the right ones that can utilize what he is, what he's able to give. Um, I think that he can do some pretty incredible things. So I like having a guy like that out there that really truly cares about his athletes rather than I'm going to throw you in the machine and we're going to chunk you out and we're going to make you go, or it's going to make my camp look good or, you know, whatever, whatever the, 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 the look seems to be, I like him in the mix. So I think it's they've got a cool like dynamic him and Kiefer as well. I think they're very yeah. They they obviously work really well together. And it's I like if I if I would like pick a coach that I would like to like compete for Kotler, just his yeah. style, his passion, yeah. like that 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 is something I've enjoyed with the coaches I've had in the past. If I'll say this, my pick for twenty twenty four will be him if Sarah goes back to the games. <laughs> so, your, so your pick, your pick for twenty twenty four won't be him. Okay. You know, um, <laughs> um, so this, I, I love this that is, pick. This though. is what that I was, was getting. Is that a sound box? Yeah, it's ESE sounds, right? So they oh, usually make the headphones. Where are they? Here. They usually make yeah, these. I thought they just had those little. They have earbuds, right? That's where they started. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, they're cool. Like they're they're they never like they're like double unders running whatever. Um. Mm -hmm. These and the little box. I'm sure this is really commonplace now, but the little box, you charge up the box, and then when you put them in, they're magnetic, so they stick back into the box like very easily and they just start charging straight away, which is cool. This yeah. is a speaker. Um, so it's got like the speakery bits are on the side, and then it's got Bluetooth and you can I think one thing that I really like is the buttons are fucking massive. So you know when you're in the middle of a workout and you're like trying to hit stuff, you're like trying to turn it up or turn it down. Um and I have actually suggested to them that they put a magnetic strip on the back because it would be handy to just like because genuinely 
there's two little black things, but they're like stoppers to stop it sliding. But when I got it first, I dropped on the ground because I put it in the thing and let go of it. It just <laughs> fell. It just fell on the ground. I was like, all right, it's not magnetic. Um, but someone in the comments is uh, will give. Um, who's the oldest here? Bill, are you the oldest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can pick a comment uh, to win an ESE speaker at the end of this because. Okay. And the reason I'm picking you is because I know you'd never be able to work this. So I'm picking it's you. It's got big buttons. I can, motherfucker. See the buttons. <laughs> yeah, the instructions. No, no one working before I could. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the least tech savvy person here. Um, I have one of those speakers and I can say it is truly awesome. Like it replaced yeah. a big speaker I got from Best Buy for my garage oh, wow. gym. Yeah. Like it, I usually the use tone, the, the quality is amazing. I usually okay. use the Amazon. I'm not going to say her name because she's under the desk. Um, but I usually use the Amazon speaker because it's just easy, but it's so oh, clunky. Like, it's so like what's under your desk? <laughs> yes. It's so uh, don't tell my wife. It's so clunky to like you have to go into Spotify and start Spotify and then tell her to turn on Spotify. And you know, like there's just things to do. Whereas with this, if you turn it on, it automatically connects to your phone and then you can just hit play on your phone and it just goes. I just think it's really good. And the sound is really good as well. Um so yeah, someone's gonna win one of those and you can buy them as well if you don't win um all right best um best podcast episode of the year so this is now i think now we're getting into like there's a lot more opinion to this because some of the previous stuff was kind of mainly cut and dry and if you know like fair like one or two people are going to win each of the things um so best um best podcast episode um i think I get the feeling John is going to pick one of his own, so I'm going to get John go first. <laughs> okay, well, I couldn't decide between two, so I'm going to say two, okay? Are they both yours? No, one's mine, one's not. Okay, <laughs> all right. Go with go um, with your one first. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like I got to go with the mountain. It was my favorite thing to do all year. <laughs> it was super fun. Um, it was super fun to make, and like, it gave me great joy seeing the comments saying this guy repeated this stuff in the mirror for 10 minutes before he came <laughs> to the podcast because everything was off the cuff. And I feel like I had amazing analogies the whole way. It seemed like a lot of the athletes appreciated it too. Um, I had a hopper and Sprague in my DMs, like getting mad at me for various reasons. And that was fun. Uh, so it was just, it's, it's the thing that I personally got the most. Um, feedback from was the mountain so uh that's my favorite one that like i have had a part in um other than i guess i did have a part in this other one though it, um so i i changed my i changed what i said uh but i think the best podcast of the year hopefully we use it in the future is the get with the programming's new to haunt method uh, um thanks they man did that uh marathon of a podcast episode i i truly think that's the best way to get the best people through to the next stages and i think that's how we should operate and hopefully somebody from crossfit Games sees it and and adopts it uh so like i i'm hoping that that affects the future therefore i think that's the best podcast that has happened this year my most fun one personally is the mountain and i think that other one is the best one so thanks john how is it that when I pick JR, it's good as dick out of your mouth, and then when he picked you, it's like, oh, shucks, thanks, buddy. Because <laughs> it was. Come on, let's be real. Um, okay, yeah, uh, both. I can't argue with either of those, to be honest. I think uh, what's interesting, what's especially interesting about picking uh, the Get With The Programming one is that 
I think even people that don't know about it now, I think that's going to change. That has the potential to change the face of the sport in the next five years. And it's cool seeing it from the foundation level of like hearing about the idea and seeing it come to conception where next February or March or whatever, we'll, I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh, fuck, this is actually like when you see it happening in real time, it'll add to the intensity of and the jeopardy and the there's no hindsight. There's no like, well, we know that that guy goes through. We know that this happens when it's actually mattering, even though it's hypothetical this year, when it's actually mattering. I think that's going to be cool. Um, and if you can stay awake with Halpin on, I mean, like it's a win. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, Halpin. Um, I see him in the comments. That's why I said that. Um, all right. Uh, we'll go with John's usual podcasting partner next. So, Spin, who who have you got as your podcast of the yeah, year? I, I was going to go with Get With The Programming, but after the cr- Crucible uh, comment, I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, that, that was... <laughs> Uh, no, that that was it. Uh, I mean, I think the amount of work and effort you guys put into that um, was probably second to none to any other podcast um, that was done. I think probably the second was me trying to build the graphics for the mountain. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think it was a pretty cool uh, way of thinking about it. And I think if given the current structure of the season, if they would end up adopting that, I think it's the best way to advance and, and determine number of spots to the semifinals. Great, great guess too, John, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. The lineup was just star studded. Yeah. Oh, wait, thank I'd, you. I'd, I'd pop the whole episode. Yeah. You guys, that, that made it so much better. Cause if it was just me and Bill talking like, just would not have worked. So and I tell you, you I'm excited for great. after the open, like the open this year, like after the first week mm-hmm. for you guys to do an episode, this is what it would be. And then after the second week, this is oh, what it would be. Yeah. And after we the are third week, 100% doing like that. that's going to be pretty freaking awesome to see how it develops. <laughs> Just that comment. <laughs> that's funny um chase who have you picked uh i mean as far as like fun i've had on a podcast that was that was the most stressed i've actually ever been on a podcast just running this because it took a lot of work and you know what happened put together was just like that made it x times greater than we could have ever just articulated with just spreadsheets alone. Um, my, I, I will say for the position I'm in, and I, I specific, specifically talking about like CrossFit in general, I think one of the most important ones for affiliates and the CrossFit community at large that are just invested in CrossFit surviving and getting better, the, the day after podcast uh, on the Savan podcast, I've actually mentioned this a couple of times, was the discussion with Savan and Souza for almost two hours about the affiliate changes. And it was all over the, like the pros, the cons, the questions, the concerns, like the conversation there at the time at which it happened for everyone to just listen to any affiliate I've ever talked to over the last couple of weeks. And I've had a lot of conversations is I'll send them there. Right. And I thought it was one of the best just sit down needed conversations that organically just took place. Right. Like our podcast is super fun, but like we planned that out. It was it was a lot of theater, and but like that was just so great and needed. And 
it was my favorite one of the year. I know it's a recency bias could be one of those things, but that was mine. Yeah, I, I'm just going to skip the queue there because that was mine. Oh. Um, I just thought impact-wise, mm. um, I think it just has <clears throat> it has a huge impact because I think it criticized and critiqued things, but it also gave um, it gave an opportunity for people who might have otherwise felt like they were in a vacuum to feel like they had other people going through the like. And obviously, you know, everyone's going through the same thing, but to hear the same opinions as yours, or to hear maybe contrasting opinions of yours or whatever, and all the like. And Suze is just so grounded in his like interpretation of things, and the advice he gives is always so like I've never heard him give anyone bad advice, um, like myself included. He's just such a good sounding board, um, and. I, yeah, I just thought impact wise, that was a major that will continue to cause ripples, I think, um, for affiliate owners mainly. Um, Bill, what about you? Uh, I, I, the, the cool thing is, well, one, I loved the, the one that we did, me and Chase, about the, the semifinals. And the more we were getting into it and actually going through it, I really didn't feel that the, audience really totally understood what it was supposed to be and the more and more i was thinking you know, i hope crossfit picks it up I hope crossfit picks it up i was like fuck crossfit i hope they don't do it because i want us to do this <laughs> i want our people to do this and the the you know the ecosystem of podcasts and, and people that, that we are in connection with what i really like you know like whether it's Sevon's CrossFit Game Show, and we have all of us pop on there, or it's this type of stuff where we all pop on, or it's that show that we did where we were bringing everyone in on guests. I love the fact that we're able to utilize our crew of people and all these different avenues of podcasts, and we can put them all together. And that's kind of like our pinnacle where we're pushing everyone through the game. So I really, really liked that. And, you know, I was telling Chase earlier, I, I didn't get, I didn't totally get what he was trying to do with it. Like I really, I was trying trying to put the numbers together. It just wasn't really fitting in my head. But he was obviously he had thought about it with his long six hour drive or whatever it was to coming back from the summit. Um, so I think that was a good one. But if when I when I look at, I'll, I won't pick that one because that one's already been picked. But uh, it my pick is going to be off of Sevon's. And what's great is with Sevon's stuff is it is literally all the fuck over the place. So obviously he's got all the CrossFit stuff. Obviously <laughs> he's got the, the rule books coming out or the, you know, the weekend review just came out or he'll stray off of the CrossFit stuff and he'll have affiliate and he'll talk to affiliate owners or he'll stray and he'll talk to Glassman. But the one show you gonna, that uh, you're going to pick, you're gonna pick one of my later answers before you answer this. The fuck up was when he had the flat earth guy yeah. on his oh show. Oh my God. And it, was, you, it was so funny because I've never seen Sevon stumped. <laughs> like he like that guy was going so hardcore into his views, which whatever, everyone's got their that views. Stressed so me out. hardcore that like you could see like Sevon and Matt, they're kind of oh, like are you talking about this guy or uh this guy? I have a di- I have a different guy, but it's the same deal. Oh, no, uh, no, it wasn't no, that it's, it's number nine seventy four Hibbler Productions. <laughs> there it is. I wrote it right down. There. I, I right yeah, is right here with it with the red. This guy is basically Jason Kalipa if he got on a conspiracy <laughs> like twenty year 
run. Uh, <laughs> you gave Jason Kalipa just conspiracy cocaine, and he was in twenty four hour darkness and came out. Dude, That's what look, this guy is. Look at Matt. Look at Matt and Sevon right now. They're like, oh my god, I don't even know how to say this right now. I don't even know. What, I don't even know how to respond to that answer. <laughs> People in here aren't ready for a Tartarian <laughs> month here. <laughs> it was so. It was so great. It and was. You just let him keep on going. This I, is turning. This is early, like as well that people are like, "What the fuck?" It was the whole time. Look at his fast morning. He'll never stop thing. talking. If you just pick random spots, Sevon and Susan will never talk in this the whole time. Yeah. Holograms. <laughs> just pick a different spot. <laughs> you took twenty minutes to not tell me how the sun. Oh, <laughs> look, at, look at look at Sevon right there. <laughs> It's all the different body languages. It's like, like those, those little, uh, what do you call them? Like micro, uh, you know, those micro, micro like yeah. Susan rubbing his mouth, being like, stop fucking talking. Like, and like Savan, like leaning back, leaning forward, leaning back. Oh, <laughs> man, so good. Pedro, see how long you can take uh, to find Savan talking. Like, just keep kicking, clicking different spots oh, to see how long. You go. Oh, there, there you go. You got oh, one. You got that's one. like the that's the, like a ninth time I've clicked. <laughs> and look, he doesn't know what to do when someone else is talking. He's just like, "What? This never happens." Um, yeah, okay, that's that's a solid pick. Um, <laughs> I, gosh, I forgot about that one. That was a good pick. Yeah, that was good. Um, all right, uh, best live stream. Um, I can't, and I put in the. Uh, caveat that it couldn't be from OnlyFans. Um, so, uh, Bill, what have you got for this one? Uh, mine is going to be the off the cuff try to attempt to save semifinals that Chase came up with <laughs> using the restream. That was mine. Like it was and Adrian Conway. Yeah, it was a a quick thinking way to get the community to see what they needed to see because to get everybody in and not have not let us not let the community see the races is the worst thing you could do. I, I, I understand all the reasons I get it, but the way they pulled it together, um, have yeah, CK guy, the CK guy, guy. Like, the stuff that went down, <laughs> that was the best shit. And it was so good that they tried to like recreate. They're like, Hey, you have to come here and do this at this next, we weren't going to do it, but now we got to do it. How are we going to do it? Like, I just thought, I thought that was amazing. That was rad. Thank you. Yeah. I just got it before he stopped. Well, kind of when he stopped talking. Oh, um, I tell you what, Chase, that podcast is fucking hard to find. Um, <laughs> uh, Chase, what have you got for yours? Oh, man. Um, the Masters online games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wide angle view. 2023 CrossFit age group division. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the most fun I had watching live stream, and this is a harder, harder one to pick for a variety of reasons, but it was ice. It was the, the one they did in California. No, not California. Was it in where they did that West coast? Was it California? NorCal? Yeah. 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 Oh, it yeah, was yeah, Hiller's, yeah. Hiller's live I, one. No, the, no, the semifinal live. So the same coverage that Bill's talking about. Oh, Sacramento. The Sacramento one. Yeah. yeah. So we, we set it up and, that that day I was going on a, like a family reunion trip. And so I set all of this up and just prayed that those guys wouldn't screw it up. And in comes Jason Kalipa 
Oh, oh yeah, they were so good. Yeah. And all of a sudden it just turned into like two bro sets. <laughs> bro, look like, at him over there. Bro. I'm driving <laughs> to Wichita Falls, Texas. Like it's like a two hour drive, listening to it in the car with my kids being like, what is going on? <laughs> and just like losing it. And so like what those guys did together, I thought was uh that was my favorite one. Is it was just it's just too, it was like anything like we would ever do just watching a live stream happen, but they were doing it and there just happened to be a camera on them. Yeah. Um, John, what have you got? So I have the same one as Bill, but for, for different reasons, the makeshift semifinals one. Um, the reason why I have this one is because one of my favorite moments of this year, uh, before Linda, I texted Chase. And I was like, hey, heads up, Colton's going to set the world record in this workout. Okay. He doesn't know why I told him that. Nobody else that I'm screaming it in every podcast. And people think, people think that I'm just saying it to say it. Colton has told me that he's going to set the world record <laughs> in this, in this, in this, in this workout. Uh, and then, like, maybe five minutes after I text him that, like, he was, he's like, thanks, but you know, whatever. And then, uh, uh, I'm watching his live stream and he goes, hear me out, Adrian. Like Adrian's picking the picking his winners. Hear me out. Mertens. And like, <laughs> and like, and like, and like it kind of just gets silent for like ten, five seconds. And then Adrian's like, I like that pick. Right. He doesn't, he doesn't know. Uh, and it, it was just, it brought me such joy that, that like that little moment. Cause I'm like, um, I created that little moment and it was just, it was, a. Uh, it was just very fun to watch, and then it came out to pass. So that was cool. Also, Kalipa in that within that one, it cracks me up every time. And I, it's not his fault. He's he was fantastic, but like it'd be like Mertens was 15 reps ahead of everybody. He's doing his last bench press, walking to his last squat clean, and then Kalipo goes. I think Merton's is going to win this one. <laughs> it was just so like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just very, very funny. Like it was off the cuff, funny. And I got to play a part in it somewhat. So that was my favorite live stream for those reasons. Yeah. Um, Brian, uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back and do fit fest. Um, that, was, that was my second time, but I figured yeah. that you were going to say that one. So I, I was not going to say that. One. I mean, the, are you picking the Friday, the Saturday, or the Sunday for that? Yeah. <laughs> That's a really tough one. I'm going to go with Friday, though. Yeah, um, that was the best one, I think, yeah. I mean, it could have been. Yeah, I, just to be able to get cameras, like, over the per- people's shoulder, like, seeing Hopper and how how hard he was on the bike and, you know, the access that we got to be on the floor with him, I think could have – it was definitely great. I mean, it's – the semifinals was my second pick, but you guys were also hamstrung. Like they wouldn't even let you get out onto the floor. Like we had, and I know that's an exhibition versus a, a, a true competition, but a guy walking have, in between machines. Yeah. Like, like seeing every person number. right there, right on top of them. And then mm-hmm. to be able to have that technology where it's free and we were able to show something that they weren't even going to show. Um, I think it's just, pretty cool to, to, to be a part of and, and to do it. And I hope we see more, whether it's on my platform, Savon's CrossFit podcast. I don't know. Um, Morning chalk up or yeah, wherever. Yeah. Wherever. <laughs> um, I think, I think it's just a, a unique, unique experience that is something 
different and kind of goes back to the old old school days of trying to follow this this sport oh uh, yeah and, i think sorry go on no no you and, go and we had little moments where like uh hopper texted jr and jr texted us right after the fact and said hopper stayed in the machine the whole time he held mm. this this and this and we saw on his screen like 140 on the bike and he told jr he held 136 the whole time and uh <laughs> and i was like it's on our screen man it's live on youtube tell that man to quit lying right and and like just those like little moments are gold like yeah. those are so fun just to talk trash to people or you know and yeah, I, I it was very fun and it was um unexpected i thought that was going to be boring it was very cardio workout and it was very fun like if you go back and watch it we are having a great time trying to tell you all what's happening for, for 20 and we minutes. don't and we don't even know what's really happening we're just trying our best and it's just <laughs> it, it was a very good time so good uh i cannot make sense of this sorry jr so good that apologize to he and bjy in a private text that i missed it is that voice to text black jy black but so good that so i still don't understand it don't, don't worry about it he's in robot mode BYJ. um yeah i uh it's hard to look past the semi-final thing because it changed the experience for so many people i think that would have otherwise not been able to see anything and it changed like doing it in it was Florida first, wasn't it? Doing it in Florida mm. had a knock-on effect on Europe and a knock-on effect on West. You know, like I just think that aspect of it was cool. Um, like I think honorable mention for for um Crash because the effort that was put into making that as good as it could possibly be with like fucking cables everywhere and there was just so many people involved in that. Um, I think that was uh that was special too. Um, but yeah, this the semifinals thing just. It was bootleg and it was like flying by the seat of your pants and just like, you know, it felt and it felt classic CrossFit in a way because it was like, this is going to sound harsh, but it was like kind of bad. But like, great, you know, it was so like, it was raw. raw. That's what made it it so great. Yeah, it was like 2008 CrossFit game. Yeah, it wasn't the usual like pristine. I had taped to like a scaffolding in Berlin, like with duct tape and just plugged it to my computer and was like, I hope this gets most of the yeah. feel. <laughs> like it's cool though. Cause it, and, and like you say, like yeah, at least those moments like Kalipa and that where when they're on a microphone and they know they're on like fucking ESPN or whatever, it's like, oh, well, yes, um, of course, this is an yeah, excellent <laughs> example of whatever. And it's kind of like, just fucking talk normally. Like that's what we want. <laughs> like I want to talk, I want to hear people talking about the sport the way I talk about the sport, not the way that some fucking suit talks about it um I have a question for you, or whatever Pedro. yeah why do you think this, this can be for you all you guys how come do you think more organizers event organizers are not open like jr is like jr gave us unlimited access and we know him and he's a part of the locker room and you know it's all good right but uh why are more event organizers not more willing to allow media access like that it would only be good for them, would it not? It, I think it's fear of losing control a bit, I imagine. Um, it's probably, there's probably pressure from, depending on the events, there's probably pressure from sponsors. There's probably pressure from, um, I think sales. some, 
Yeah, and I, they, they want to control think... the media. They want to control the the product that's being made and how it's going to get put out. They want to be able to, to handle that. So, like with Jr., I mean, he, I fucking beg your pardon. He's right Chase. here within our within our group. You know what I mean? He had a question. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but that's so why I think that's going to be part of it. The other one is like they just want to make sure, like Jr. knows you guys. I mean, yeah. like I mean, we all know each other really, really well. So. He can trust it like, okay, you're going to take care of the stuff and you're not going to try to make his product look bad. You're not going to get in the way of his competition. You understand how important that is. But not every other event coordinator knows these people that are coming in. And, you know, the bigger it gets like that, you just want to make sure that it's going to be controlled and and all falling in line. Don't that I think. That. It's CrossFit well, trying, to, trying to show CrossFit. Oh, you mean why like, CrossFit wouldn't let... Savant. Do you mean cross? No, no, it, all of them. Like, why, why, like, why CrossFit? Like, there, that's better, sure, Sevon and behind the scenes. I know he just did it, but, but, and then Fit Fest and kicking us out and uh, the semifinals and not allowing people to show that, right? And we have to do the uh, the phone wide lens, Chase's best effort thing. Like, there's just so much media stuff that I feel like is so hard. There's so many like unneeded hoops to jump through. Just let people broadcast it if they want to broadcast it. We do it for free. Like, I don't know why it's such a hassle sometimes. But even what they should do, if they're afraid of stupid things like ticket sales, like, which is just illogical. But if that's what they're afraid of, then, like, they could have said to Spin on Saturday morning, hey, yeah, just fucking, like, it's nine o'clock. I mean, nobody's coming now that isn't already coming. So, yeah, just start. It's fine. I'll just give you late notice. And they just be like, and you would have been fine with it. Or if they just told you Friday night, hey, we'll let you know Saturday morning, then Saturday morning, yeah, you can do it. And then Saturday evening, hey, we'll let you know, like, don't say that you're doing this tomorrow. And we let you know tomorrow if you can do it or not. And then let you know. It would have been fine. And, like, if that's the problem with, say, like, okay, Waterpalooza has a live stream. But if they didn't, or if if someone wanted to do another one, like when Savan did it and was told to stop they could just say like um just don't advertise it beforehand but you can do it like don't don't tell people yeah. like you can do it because it helps but like i guess with water blues and stuff the pressure is that there's sponsors you know like tier or whoever is like no like we need to drive the traffic to blah 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 and it's like you're fucking idiots like you just don't understand like you're just so obsessed with numbers that you don't understand that everything helping everything helps everything and this thing of like, well, we need it. We need the traffic going to our website because then they'll buy our shitty sunglasses and our shoes. And it's like, no, like you need to have the sport. And then that's your focus. And then as a byproduct, people would be like, fuck, wasn't that really cool of tier that they let Savan do the live stream and that they didn't stop him doing, they didn't cock block him. And then we got to watch like the coverage that we wanted with the voices that we wanted. And we got the best of both worlds. And then they'll say like, I'm in the market for a pair of shoes. Fuck it. I like tear because of what they did. Like they weren't dicks. Like I'm going to buy a pair of tear shoes. Mm. Like that's how it works. Instead of like, it's just, it comes, it's the same as fucking commentators that are talking. Um, like they think they should sound like when they're talking instead of talking the way that they normally talk. <laughs> and like chase, if you talk to chase now and you talk to chase, I've never been to his house, but if you talk to chase in his house <laughs> and you talk, you hear chase on the commentary, it's just chase, chase, chase. It's not like, oh, that's commentary chase. He's different from regular chase. He's different from on the Savan podcast chase. He's different from on the games podcast chase. It's just chase. 
And like, that's what people want. They want authenticity. That's actually genuine. They don't want authenticity. Authenticity. That is like, hey, we really care about the community. We get that fucking camera out of here. Like they don't want, that's not authentic. You can't care about block. You can't care about like put up barriers, but like raise a barrier of entry all the time. You can't do that. If you if that's what you're doing, you're being inauthentic by saying, we want to help. Like, no, you don't. You want to make money. Just say that. That's what the problem is with live streams, John. That was a rant. I'm sorry. No, I that was, was fantastic. Was, yeah, I was enjoying that. Was a, that. that was a good one. You feel better? Everything, everything helps. Everything <laughs> helps. Everything. <laughs> as, I, as I was saying that, I was like, this is genius. And now that I read it back, I'm like, that's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever said. Um, all right. Uh, best interview. Mm. Um, I'll go first on this. Um, actually, Spin, you can go first on this because you haven't gone first on anything. Uh, best interview, uh, your interview with Don yesterday. Bingo. Oh, that's reason to buy not even close. No. I mean, the questions you asked. Gosh, Brian, get your asked. dick out of your mouth. God. Look, there's a there's an objective friendship <laughs> it takes. I'm just joking. The Don Falls interview was freaking amazing. It was pretty Thank great. Thank you. Um, thanks. I find that awkward, so I'll just, I might just breeze past that pretty quickly. Um, no, it was uh it was good. I, I was absolutely shitting it before that. I was saying it to Bill just before we came on, where so a lot, like obviously we got we talk a lot, um, and we know that if some if one of us does something that's not good, we'll hear that it's not good, mm-hmm. or like if someone does something that's not good, we'll hear that it's not good, and if someone does something that's great, we'll hear that it's great. And I had Don on before, and it went well, um, and I remember Savan praising it. And saying like that was really good, like really good questions, really good, like you know, listen a lot, blah blah. And then before this one, just a throw. I'm sure it was just a throwaway comment from Savan, but he's just, I was just like, hey, if anyone has any questions, like just you know, and it instantly turned into just stupid things being sent in. But um, he remarked like casually, uh, "Oh, you're you're a good listener anyway, so you'll dig in." And then from the moment I read that text, I just felt insane pressure. <laughs> of like oh man this is like i feel um i just feel pressure to deliver and like if i do, if it's not as good as the last one it's going to be shit because the last one was good um and yeah i don't know it went well it just went really well and i think uh i think it's like bill was saying not changing and stuff uh i think i do get away with some stuff because of my accent um and i think um i don't um I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't understand a lot of the fucking businessy type answers. So then I ask questions that I think that I genuinely like, I'm like, what do you mean this? <laughs> and then it clarifies something and people are like, it's great that you got to clarify that. And it's like, well, I just didn't understand what he said. So that's why I asked the follow up <laughs> question. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, no, thanks. I appreciate that. That was good. Um, I went for, uh, I went, I had kind of three in my head just total recency bias roman on that russian podcast just like he was just so a different roman that i've ever seen talking so relaxed his body language is totally different he was just like it was like he had had like five beers and was just talking to his friend it was just like yeah and then this guy fuck that guy you know and i just like really like that um i thought newbury on savan was really good um like i listened to that twice and i just thought like it's just a really really good like 
chat. Um, and I actually thought Don on Talking E Fitness. Um, and the reason I thought that one was good is because generally speaking, their interviews are shit. And they actually asked him good questions and got good stuff out of him. That's a good so one. So that that was like a that's like your your what what way did we word it for the not the best male but the most you know exceeding exceed, expectations. Exceed, exceeded expectations. <laughs> that interview exceeded my expectations greatly. Um Brian, you have to do you have to go when do you yeah. have to go? I probably need to head out here. Like do you want to do your now. last three? Do you want to let him yeah, do, do the last do, three? Do you want to do your funniest moment or your quote? Uh we'll start with the quote. My favorite was uh Vellner speaking about Lazar and how he could yeah. eat him in a Thank you, Brian. Day. That was that was mine. You have that here actually. I'll be able to hear it, but can't hear it. Oh, sound. But he said, on my best day, I can beat all the other guys on their best day. I'm, I'm glad for Lazar's confidence. I'll see. Uh, we'll see. Because I like to think that uh, on a pretty average day, I can beat Lazar. <laughs> on a pretty average day. <laughs> <laughs> like a Thursday or something. That, that's <laughs> the best part. Like a Thursday. Or Thursday. <laughs> my favorite bit is Savan's head shooting up, where he's like, I got something. Like, you know, he's like, I heard something cool. Um, yeah, that was a great one, in fairness. That was really good. Um, what was the other one, that funniest moment? What do you got for that? I'm going to leave on a high note with you. Um, I think the, the funniest thing that's happened all year is fake news. Oh, thank you. Ah, that's a good one. I mean, thank you. Yeah. I, I know you, you, I've seen you run a couple things, ideas past me. And then usually I'm like, eh, yes, or <laughs> I don't know about that. The next thing you know, you come out with it and it's different and funnier. Yeah. And, I think I always have an idea in my head and then I say it. You, it's usually you or JR are my sounding boards um, because you'll tell me if it's too dangerous and JR will tell me if it's morally corrupt. <laughs> to say, like, you're, you're my litigious like side and JR is my like, dude, no, like you can't. Um, like the best one was, uh, I can't remember, I said something the other day, I was, I was talking about Rose and the Roman thing and I sent it to JR and I was like, is that too harsh? And he was like, you said worse. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, I appreciate that, Brian. Thanks. Um, and thanks for coming on. Uh, yeah. Congrats on everything you've achieved with Spin this year. It's fucking insane. Like, you're yeah. just a machine. And yourself and uh, Tyler and that other guy um, that do the Wednesday shows, oh, John. Um, great. Like, that's the format of that is perfect. The consistency of it is perfect. It's really good. Like, do it earlier, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, thanks, guys. Later, everyone, thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Bye bye. Um, Right, we have to go back. Did everybody do their best interview? I have not. I have John. Chase, have you? It was Don Crawford, all of you guys? Yeah. My best interview, we talked about it a little bit earlier, uh, was number 974 on the Sevon podcast, <laughs> uh, Sean Hibbler, and that two hours and 50 minutes of just straight nonsense. I'm not lying to you guys. Like It was a later podcast, too. Yeah, I fell I fell asleep to this. I just let it play on my chest as I was just laying on my pillow, and then I went to sleep. And I woke up like a couple hours later to this, you know, talking, and he was still talking. And I just, <laughs> uh, I've never seen Sevon like like the the podcast goes on the rails a lot, right off the rails a lot. I have never seen Sevon like lose control of the situation. <laughs> he, he might he might like like make it out of control but then he's like all right let's you know let's reel it back you know let's talk about this now right but like he's the one making it off the rails right 
I've never seen him just at a loss of he has we don't know what we're doing here. Like we have no idea where it's going and I can't stop it. And uh, I just feel like he was out of control in that one. He did not have control and it was just very entertaining. Um, so yeah, that I, that was my favorite. That was my, the best interview. Yeah. That's, that's it. And I don't know how you could sit in your chair and just listen to somebody like that for two hours and 50 minutes. I, I, it's insane to me, the patience that he had during that. It shows it shows how good of a like interviewer and a person, I guess, that he didn't just tell him to shut the fuck up, but how good of an interviewer he is that he can talk to that guy and then the next day talk to fucking whoever, Newbury or whatever. Like, That's what's just, so great about Sevon, dude. Yeah. He's amazing with that. I mean he can I mean, he has he has every single type of person on his show. Yeah. And he's able to work. And and I mean, to his credit, like he even says it. He's like, my plan, whenever I have someone on the show, is I want to be all in for that person's life for two hours. I want to, I want, like, yeah. it's my deal to learn everything I can and to make it as, he's like, I want a relationship with that person for two hours. I mean, you, he gets really, and it's cool. It's really cool. You can see but he, that. Even, as, as but he cool. never, he never, he'll never let anyone down. Like, he'll never diminish anyone's brand by going on it. No. Like people will say like, oh, Bryce is like, no, he did that to himself. Like Savan tried his absolute best so many times during that interview to make him look good. And it was just impossible. Like it was like, <laughs> he just, every time Savan set him up for like, well, like, but you know, like, and he'd say something and Bryce would be like, well, no. And it's like, oh, fucking dude. Like, you really trying? And it's like, you can bring a horse to water, but he just fell into the fucking drinker every time and have you seen how many views bryce's podcast gets sevon brought more advertisement to that podcast than he could have ever have have dreamed of yeah it's on yeah it's you can humbling. go for yourself um that could be a shout for funniest moment actually the front tail thing um all right uh i'll go with my funniest moment and it's i i had a couple in my head um <laughs> Savannah's going to feature so heavily in the next two segments, the funniest moment and the <laughs> best quote. Um, but so one of the, one of the, there's a couple of funny moments um, kind of competition. I thought it was hilarious that the Noah and Chandler and those guys fucked up their lift and down under. I just, I don't know why I just thought I just found it absolutely hilarious that you could mess up something so basic. Like I just thought it was so funny, um, but I've gone for um, maybe the, quote i actually says too i got a notification today you know the way your youtube notifications pop up on your screen sometimes it's like cure for a prolapsed anus and i was just like what? <laughs> why is this a notification on my uh youtube and it was because of um savannah obviously um so this is my moment of the year because it's the only time i've ever been drinking something and literally spat it out of my mouth because it was such an unexpected um so i'll, I'll hope the sound plays on this personal question yeah When's the last time you got a hand job when you were standing up? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a maniacal laugh. It's crazy. Standing handy. Thank you, personal question. I just thought it was so funny because you just had no idea that that's. I just it was just so out of left field that it was just. I just thought it was amazing. And Susan's reaction, the fact that there was like a two second delay where he was like, did he just say what I think he just said? And then lost it. And I think that was my reaction as well of 
me and Sousa both laughed at the same time. And I was like watching it and just spat everywhere when I just thought it was. My wife and I were watching that live and she was just like, I don't understand this show. (laughs) (laughs) What would have been great is if you like just quietly said last week, she was like, no, we what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Who else? Uh, is is your funniest moment, uh, John? Is yours just that entire flat Earth podcast? No, that was just the best interview. Uh, what have you got for funniest? Funniest moment? I'm gonna say Hiller's humbling video. Oh God! Um, oh, just because God. it was like the just the evidence was very overwhelming. Um, like like I get it. Like you say something a lot. Like when Justin Madero says like a lot, he's 22 years old you know, 24, whatever. He's young. He says like a lot. It what kids do. like, it's fine. Uh, it's funny, but it's fine. Like the humbling thing, man, it was just, it never let up. And yeah. like you said, Sevon tried so hard and it was just impossible. It's I like think the this outro, video it? does it justice. I think it's the, outro, and then this oh, humble I like, piece. I asked you, no, I like, I like that is in my humble opinion, the best box jumpers in my humble opinion, are really good skateboarders and snowboarders. I mean, in my humble opinion, and so in my humble opinion, I think that humbles us. Sometimes I think there's just a, a humble manipulation of circumstances in order to elicit attention. Right? I think it's a humble reach to elicit personal gain. I know Dave was a little upset by it. I didn't see all the specificity associated with that, but in my humble uh, time spent with Dave, he does have some biomechanical issues where he can't lock out his elbows. I don't know what Hiller got on him about, um, but that is a humble gray area within the CrossFit space. You and I both there's, know there's just where he puts it. Uh, there, there's no reason to put it there, right? No, it doesn't make sense. Actually, you reminded me as well of the Mama Deer thing, the Mama Deer reel that he made. That hitter made was also a top notch. I I think I missed that in oh. this up, and I I am I am on the outs of what this is here. Yeah, uh, what, Mama Deer? So you, know the, you know the guy that did the survey. Like his name is, uh, oh, oh I can't remember Mar, what his name Mar, is, but Mar, Mar, Mara Booth or Mara. It's like vaguely like like vaguely. You know, it's a tentative link. Um, <clears throat> hang on. I need to go back to the start of this. This is fucking, it's just so funny. Um, he's got such a weird brain. <laughs> um, okay. On Christmas Eve, CrossFit came to say, Moose Allen, with your nose so bright, won't you exploit my affiliate tonight? But it's a, it's just the, the, nonsense of like where the fuck is the actual original mama dear one um you talk amongst yourselves there i'll look for this um yeah john that's that's a great pick um i couldn't think of something like excessively funny that just like stood out but after watching that humble video i <laughs> dude and it just never let <laughs> up just brutal and I, on the quote, so but Spin stole my quote because that was my quote too. I could beat Lazar on any given Thursday. I thought that was hilarious. Um, so I'm going to roll with uh, his front tail piece. 
uh, if you can find anywhere, if you have that like on hand, Pedro. Um, Which if you if you could pull that up, front tail. Humbly, front tail in his hand. If you could humbly pull up front tail at some point. I'm probably not going to be able to do that. Um, unless someone sends in the timestamp of when it is. I can't find this fucking Marmadier thing. It's really annoying. That's not it. Um, maybe it was on YouTube. He looks like he's getting fucked by in there, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is this it? No, that's the Dale King one. Shit, I can't find it. Sorry, Hiller, I can't find it. But he did. He did. Maybe it was on YouTube. He did a video comparing this guy to, like, he changed his name to Mamadier. He just called him Mamadier in passing, and then it became like this. Like it became a whole thing. Um, sorry, I can't find it. Um, if someone wants to send in a timestamp of him saying front tail, I'll get it. But I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Don't think I'm going to get it. Um, that, okay, I like that one. The CK guy. Yeah. And then we interviewed him, and then I realized, like, this guy's probably in the witness protection program. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was when I was like, oh, I should have never, ever come over here and talk to you about this. You were so excited to do it, too. You were like, hey, 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 hey. Who do you know? He's like, I got nobody. I was like, why are you here? Oh, Look at this shit. This guy has money to burn, man. Gift and memberships. That's four separate memberships he's after gifting it's like a show santa oh, claus um okay has everyone done their funniest moment no i think just john oh i did oh and you did, did you too, yeah did you bill? Not, yeah you go you go bill um i guess mine was kind of a uh it was longer than just a moment but it's kind of a string of moments and it all has to deal with roman Cause we go from Roman coming after the games where it's like, Oh, poor Roman got picked on. And then he comes back trying to get at Jeff with his post. It gets bashed. Cause you know, he's like two months after the fact doing that. And then all of a sudden he starts coming out. Then he's talking shit on Guy about how Guy's not really a real, this, that, and the other thing. And then all the stuff about, you know, the, the translator feeds him at the finish line and is now his agent and is all this other stuff. And it's like this, massive curtain of everyone that tried to love roman and is all of a sudden this now like roman gate all of these things are happening and i'm standing back going like what the hell just happened it's like the most ironic story of man he's this guy just trying to get in here and compete all of a sudden it's the shadiest stuff i've ever heard in crossfit where this is not the guy i thought would be the villain in crossfit and now all of a sudden it's like Okay, okay, I guess he's waving the villain flag now. Of- I have a, a theory with Roman that I hope plays out. I uh, I really hope he wins the games the next two years, but like stuff like this continues to happen, yeah. and there will be a growing hatred for him, and then there will be a new guy that's from America that we've got just oh. a new guy that we've never heard of. And <laughs> uh, Rocky? <laughs> oh, no, like Austin Hatfield. Austin Hatfield is going to come out of the woodworks <laughs> And Austin Hatfield will be the guy that we all root behind, and we will have a true Rocky Four battle <laughs> right. uh, for the 2026 CrossFit Games. This is what I hope comes about. I hope Roman just kind of runs rough shot for the next two years until Austin Hatfield has ascended and wins it for America. And he's from West Virginia, good old boy. Like I, this is what I hope happens. This is what I'm hoping happens for the foreseeable future. I can't predict it. It's obviously. But like just and like just stuff like this keeps happening, right? There's a, a lot. 
Man, I um, didn't even think about how great Austin's last name is now that you just mentioned Pat Hilton yeah, yeah. McCoy, man. Yeah, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Even I know who they are. You even all right. I was like, I was gonna say, I don't know if Pedro knows what we're talking about. <laughs> um, um it's it, it's it, wouldn't it be hilarious if Roman had like perfect English? <laughs> You know, and I hope like, like shady stuff like this continues to happen. I'm saying throughout the next two yeah. years, like he he knows English, like he he learns English, doesn't tell anyone he learns English, keeps doing this, like oh I need my Rosa, like whatever, and then like someday <laughs> someone just hears him on the phone, and he's just like, no, I told that guy that I'm not having. It. <laughs> um, yeah, the funny thing about that whole thing is like I actually think it's fucking brilliant for him. Like I think it's like. In one of the quotes, he was like, "Oh, I just want like you know, cause a bit of a media foot." I mean, fuck, he fucking did it this time. Do you know, yeah. like he did what he set out to do. Um, I think Rosa comes off terribly out of it, but I think he doesn't. It doesn't really affect him at all no. negatively. And he hasn't come out and said anything either. It's no not like problem he's... with him talking. Yeah, I don't yeah. either. Zero. No. Except well, I hope he wins and says everybody's trash. Yeah. Even I was, I I was talking to someone at Mayhem, and they were like, "Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of conversations about it, but." Like nothing. Like people are just like, oh, did you hear it? And like, what do you think? But it wasn't like fucking crisis center. You know, it was just like, okay, move on. Yeah. That's it. Um, Chase, did you pick yours? <sighs> I have thoroughly not. I have thoroughly enjoyed your fake news as of late. It's something yeah. I look forward to every week. And you seem to still. But here's the thing: your best. Well, I don't want to tell you what your best is because I don't want you to overthink it. But the way you close out every one of them is is was wonderful. <laughs> like each each story. What do you mean? Uh, you just no, it's always just, something random. At yeah, the very you just end. have this little one liner at the end each time, and I'm like, damn, that was great. <laughs> that was, <laughs> like you yeah. know, praise but self praise. Like there's no praise like self praise. I was like, oh my oh, god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was. It's <clears throat> it's, it's, average, it's but like at the same time, the timing of it, and then like the way it cuts, like I. And, and personally for me is like reels that are funny or like become viral when they, they cut off just at the very, it's like something explodes and you just hear the bang, but you don't see the explosion, yeah. like that kind of stuff. I really like, I'm like, Oh, all right. That, that was good. I'm going to watch it again. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed those. You've done, you found a nice niche for yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I enjoy making them. I feel immense pressure every week for the same reason with the Don thing where I'm like, all right, last week's is good. And every time I make one and put it up, I'm like, this is shit. Like, <laughs> Did you see case? <laughs> I nominate that MJ. No, that one. This one. You do it then. I'll do it. Before it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. I was Your fucking expectations. <laughs> You win the exceeded I, expectations in podcast land. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. not meaning that as a negative, I feel like this year for you has been an incredible year. And you've you've done a lot of great stuff for a long time that I mean you said you just celebrated four years. And you know, Bill yeah. and I haven't talked to you for at least the last two or three. Mm -hmm. And I've always enjoyed your position and how much work you put into this and didn't get a lot of the recognition and so what i've enjoyed this year is that you are getting that and oh, you've yet to turn into a prima donna about it yeah i didn't yeah. know who you were till last year thanks john um, <laughs> um yeah i think uh 
I think it's kind of like the, and I'm not saying I'm the best. I don't mean it in that kind of way, but it's kind of like the the Adler thing of like just putting in the groundwork and just like keeping going and keeping going and keeping going, and then eventually it just comes good, or you just enjoy doing it anyway. Yeah, that's I think the if I was, for a lot yeah. of people see who who enjoys doing what they what they're doing. They and I think that is who is successful. That's why Savant's been Bill successful. And Bill and I have been doing that since the beginning. It's like we started yeah. because love talking about programming we love hanging out we didn't get to so we figured we would just do it online for a podcast totally (laughs) and it's not for money i mean if money comes from it cool but it's not for for money at all um i think i have this here hang on um which are what are our four years in march yeah Yeah. you believe that no that's cool crazy Okay. He's, he's not even sure if Santa Claus is real. Why am I going to make up some other concept or ideas? I just want him to be like, yeah, I have a penis. I need to soap it. You know? White yeah. like, so I think, um, it, I, I think it's a really challenging scenario. I mean, at the end of the day, do you have a front tail or not? And, right? Like, I mean, that, that's how it was kind of presented to me. A bright point. Did you see this is face? Best thing, Savan glancing at the live chat immediately. As soon as he said it, his eyes. Let me, let me see. His eyes just like it's so over. cringy. Oh man, it hurts. So I think, um, it, I, I think it's a really watch his eyes. Challenging scenario. I mean, at the end of the day, do you have a front tail or not? And oh. right, like I mean, that's, that's kind of presented there it to is. me. Oh, Bryce, there's a point. Oh 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 oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, oh, wait, do you guys say scenario or scenario? Scenario. 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 I can't stand it when people say scenario or schedule. Well, he says Spikowski, so what do you expect? Well, Just, I, I say both of those. Scenario. But like, I say both right, of those. Any, Ameri- any American yeah. says scenario, I want to punch you in the face. I say garage. I and say I, schedule. Yeah, that's fine. I expect that. Right, but it's when we yeah. pretend to say it a different way because but not so not America. It's fucking America. Like, put some. Uh, <laughs> <never mind. laughs> put some what in that? Go nope. ahead. Nope. That's that's when this when you click end stream. You know. <laughs> um. Okay. We'll we'll finish off with uh, best quote. Um. So what have you guys got for that? We just saw mine. That's uh, that was mine. Front end. So that's yours. Okay. So Bill, what have you got? Uh, Mine would be honestly what I feel has been a crazy year, whether it's CrossFit Games or CrossFit or whatever. (laughs) My quote of the year, just because it is really, it's more the sound of it more than anything. But the AI version of Jada Coons saying. I don't Hello, know. Crossfit affiliates. Crossfit affiliates. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. Oh, Are we able to pull that up? I oh, need well. to go back. I need to go back and look at myself in that moment because I, I that's that's the thing about the fucking live chat. When you have a show like that, he he typed, oh well, like asterisk, Jada oh, Coon's well. voice. Yeah. And I so like I looked down and saw it pop up and I was like, like Don was mid sentence and i knew i knew he was coming to the end of the sentence and i was like shit i'm gonna have to talk in a second and i'm not going to be able to um okay i have donors i want to introduce myself 
My name is Jada Coons, and I think CrossFit is dangerous. Word on the street is, is all, all you affiliate, affiliate owners out there needed to take your level one certification to even be considered for our brand. I couldn't believe it when I, the former CEO of the Bar Method, was accepted into my new position. Because despite all my credentials, I do not possess the one thing required of all 13,000 of you. Oh, well, I guess the really is true. It doesn't matter what you think, because anyone's mind can be changed depending on how many zeros they add to your paycheck. That said, I no longer think CrossFit is dead. It's so good. Like, it's so good. Um, like, it's in, in that AI voice. And I love the fact that those things become canon for Hiller then, like where he'll just like they'll just randomly pop up in videos that have nothing to do with what he's talking about, but it'll just be like, hello, oh, wow. affiliates. <laughs> <laughs> uh and for Jane too, is that was a good question when you were talking about Don is like, hey, how did that go with everybody in the same room together? <laughs> yeah, because I had heard that. I had heard they were together. And I was like, yeah. imagine the atmosphere just being sucked out of that room. I'm just Dude, like, I, I will say this for Jay is like, he has taken all of this incredibly well. The fact that he's still there, yeah. like he outlasted, like Grau's gone, couldn't hack it, obviously, like we assume. Uh, this guy, the fact that he came through all that and is still like, can you imagine going into like a meeting with affiliate owners, knowing that they've all seen a video of you with AI saying hello, CrossFit affiliates later, two weeks later, he was at our summit. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it, like you got some balls, dude. I'll give you that. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Chase, what's yours? Oh, mine is going to get me into so much trouble. Okay. So mine is like sappy though. So this is, Okay. Shocker. Anyway, uh, right. Exactly. I, I'm just it's like, so Did you like, send me yours, or am I imagining it? Send it to you. Okay. Sorry. So my, my favorite quote of the year, because this just, this hit me pretty hard on the broadcast. And I feel like every year I cry on the broadcast. Every year. <laughs> every year. There, there's a moment, right? This was my moment. And it was after, it was the second to last event of the games. Roman was doing double unders on one foot. And he gets interviewed by, um, Mike Arsenault, who is hands down the greatest. Oh, he's so good. He's like, I wish he did all of them. Yeah. Like, he is unbelievable, and it's not even close. And yeah, and when so when he's talking about like, why even come out here? And when Roman says, I want to be a hero for my son, right, and have him see me fight to the end. For me, that just hit home because like I'm a huge, I'm like a, I'm a daddy's boy. Like I revere my father as the like a real life superhero. I still do to this day, like ever since I was a kid. And I've always wanted to live up to that. What was it like coming out here with your injured foot and having the crowd behind you, your competitors behind you, as you approach the last part of that test all by yourself on the floor? A lot of Russian speakers in the crowd. He wants to be a hero for his son. He just wants him to see him a fight to live. Yeah. Oh, man. This is one of the most emotional moments I've ever seen on the Coliseum floor. Just going to leave that there. Yeah. I don't care if that's what he did. <laughs> I know. Did, did he really say that? But he, look, like, 
that is when like that's when i fell in love with roman because yeah. like all right the the timing of the translation whatever i don't give a shit is like that dude broke down in the middle of it clearly he was talking about his son yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. if you were in the building everybody was emotional it was it was very very like hard it was it was felt. intense and now like just for everything that i, yeah, I who i am and what i try to be for my son like i hope i hope one day my son reveres me in the same way as i do my dad like that's just i just want it to be generational that we just have strong men that we look up to uh that was my favorite quote of the year so well <laughs> uh, in a in a similar vein uh a very similar vein i'm just gonna play mine with no context um it's really similar to your one actually i am uh i look like a fucking perfect parking garage for semen like that's it <laughs> <laughs> just give it to you one more time Jeez. i am uh i look like a fucking perfect parking garage for semen like does she, does she wear that that she is a just a, 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 a cum magnet for men who want to have babies that she is. I am like, <laughs> it's nuts that that came out of his mouth, but it's just so like the, no comment. The, <laughs> like the audacity to say it out loud. <laughs> like this. The thing, right? And there's the question is like, was that in the back of your head at all this time, or just like how do things just manifest and come out of Savant's mouth? Oh, that doesn't, I, I he doesn't like, think about that at all. He like just tested on the cup. Exactly. I feel like it's, it's not even on the tip of his tongue, it's just outside of his mouth and he's just blowing it into the mic. Like if yeah. he didn't even know that he's saying that. I'm pretty sure he says at another point, maybe I'm misquoting him, but I'm pretty sure he says, another, like soon after that, he goes, like, I'm, I'm like, we didn't call anyone names. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he follows it up with that. But he's just like, uh, and later on in the in the same show, I think Hiller says something like, um, well, you called her like a cum dumpster. And Savannah's like, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. That implies that it's in her. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. And it's like, it's just so good. Like the little nuance that he has in what he says that it's like, no, you took it that way, but that's not what I meant. And that just plays perfectly into his thing of like, what people think and that they're stuck in their own heads and stuff. And I just thought a, a quote that summed him up perfectly was just that one because it's just so, so funny. Like, it's just, I just think I he's love the way there. he looks at things. He's like, he's like this douche fucking whatever. What are you talking about? I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't say anything bad. <laughs> yeah. No, he's, uh, he's just, he's in a league of his own. Um, well, that's it. Everybody's picked everything. Um, yeah. Thanks to Brian who came and left. Um, thanks to John. It's a pleasure having you on the show. Um, you're going to come on one of the debates too, aren't you? And uh, not the next batch of nine, but the batch of nine after that. Mm. Um, so this Wednesday, <clears throat> Bill is going to be back on this Wednesday, fresh after uh, Christmas. It's going to be Bill Grunder, Matt Souza, and Pat Bellner. Oh, nice. Uh, Wow, that's a hot one. Shit. Okay. Don't play um, favorites, Pedro. So that's our uh, first question is going to be, is John Young right? Yes or no? you got 60 seconds. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so that's, that's, the, that's next Wednesday. Um, there's two more sets of three after that. This is around the whiteboard Wednesday at noon PST and three GM or EST and eight GMT. Um, and 
there'll be three and then a, a semi-final and then after that this is me officially asking you John will you come on in the next patch of line after that I, I'm if you'll have me I'm good yeah. to go um, and please use the mic that cuts out when you get angry um, if you <laughs> I'll probably have upgraded equipment by then so I apologize but I feel sorry I feel sorry for whoever you have me on here for if it's a debate that I'm supposed to get animated for I, I mean I can't wait yeah, I mean, you're saying that like I'm not deliberately going to pick topics that will get you fired <laughs> up. Uh, uh, John, thanks, thanks for coming on. It's been great. Uh, Chase and Bill, are, as always, an annual thank you for uh, coming back on. I'm so glad that we made hey, this. Yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for having us, dude. It's great. Uh, congrats on everything the three of you have achieved uh, this year and best of luck with next year, Chase and Bill, with the new Open uh, Worldwide Rankings format show that you're starting that's we uh, we, name, we got a name. We landed on it. We'll call it inside the leaderboard. Nice, and that's so that'll be like end of February, start of March, like coinciding <laughs> with the. It'll be after the first week, so we'll do it. The uh, scores are officially due the Wednesday after okay. um, that Monday due date is when they're all finalized. So we'll probably do a Wednesday afternoon show in prep for the Thursday open release. So it'll roll right into. Uh, each open workout. So, are you gonna have a whole bunch of like guests on, like you did? Like you I'd did love to that. Tell everybody, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Just have a big. What do you oh, yeah. think? Yeah, it'll be a big. The more, the more of the group that we could pull in, I think the more yeah. fun it would be. We yeah, yeah. yeah. ten squares. <laughs> right? Is that is that the max? Be do like you remember the Brady the bunch? Just have it around. This, the, yeah, uh, we're gonna link out this. Like whoever wants to show up can show up. Do you remember the time that? uh I think I was on the show and there was six people on the games update show and it was a fucking shit show. It was such a nightmare. Like nobody could get a word in. Yeah. Um, So yeah, maybe just keep it to one at a time. Um, But yeah, best luck to the two of you and helping with that. And John continued success with your uh, spin stints and your inevitable semifinals appearance um, as as an analyst. Um, (laughs) Um, thanks everybody for watching as well and donations and all that kind of stuff really appreciate it Um, make sure you like the video and subscribe I've actually never said that on the show before